Welcome back to Torah Imach Hanach Yomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Mrs. Micha Horowitz. Today we will continue our study of Sefer Tehillim, Kapitol Chafhei. We are up to chapter 25. By way of introduction, the Steinzeltz Ketuvim writes, This is a prayer that does not address a specific topic. Rather, it is the expression of one individual's desire to go in the path of God. So it's not about something specific. Rather, our whole life should be going on the path of Hashem. Like other psalms offering moral instruction, this is very interesting. Its verses are arranged for the most part in alphabetical order. And that is something that you will see as we go through the Kapitza. And you can, you know, open up your Ketuvim, your Sefer Tehillim, and you will see that the uh, Kapitza goes in alphabetical order. So here we go. Chafei Aleph. That's just introduction. Hashem nafshi esa, a psalm to David to you. Hashem, I lift up my soul. My God, in you I trust, in you I have bitachon, let me not be ashamed. Do not let my enemies rejoice over me. I want to quote here from Rabbi Shamshan Rafal Hirsch, um, German scholar, um, Torah scholar, fighter against the, uh, for this name of Hashem, against the Maskilim. He died in 1888 in Germany. And here I quote from the Hirsch Tehillim. He comments to Pasuk Aleph. If you notice that the capital doesn't begin with the words Lamnat Seach or Mizmar, it simply begins with the word Le David. Le David Elach Hashem Nafshi To David, that's what it literally means. To you, God, I lift up my soul. Comments of Shamshan Fal Hirsch. The superscription of this psalm is Le David, not Mizmar Le David or not Le David Mizmar. Here we do not see David gaining inspiration on the wings of song, nor do we have the outpouring of divine rapture coming from a full heart. In this psalm, David simply states the emotions and the thoughts that fill his soul. So he's not bursting out in song. He's not on the wings of rapture of song. He is simply stating the emotions that fill his soul and his heart. The alphabetical arrangement of the verses, says Rav Hirsch, shows us that David intended this psalm to be kept, not only before his own eyes, but in the minds of all the rest of mankind by constant repetition. It's like includes everything from A to Z, so to speak. The last verse of the psalm was added by David when he made this psalm part of Israel's national collection of hymns. We are going to talk about the last Pasuk when we get there, okay? Because it's interesting. The whole capitals in alphabetical order, but that and the last puzzle begins with a pay, the letter pay. We're going to talk about that. But Rav Hirsch points out that the last verse of the psalm was added by David when he made this psalm part of Israel's national collection of hymns. In this manner, all the preceding verses, which thus far seem to apply only to one individual, were now made to apply to all of Israel as well. So King David composed the psalm just talking about himself. Not on the wings of a song, nor in the rapture coming from a full heart, but rather simply the feelings, the emotions, the thoughts that fill his soul. And it was all written to speak about him, King David. But by the last verse, he includes all of Israel, and therefore all the preceding verses, says of Shamshar Falhirsh, which seem to apply only to one individual, are made to apply to all of Israel as well. Says of Shamshan Falhirsh, as can be seen from the concluding verses of the psalm, David is beset by dangers that result from the hatred of his fellow men. Like so much of Tehillim, he talks about the dangers that result from hatred of his fellow men, his enemies. Yet his heart is set upon only attaining moral and spiritual perfection. He does not let his enemies detract him. What does David Melch say himself? 
Despite the enemies that rise up to destroy him, he seeks to attain moral and spiritual perfection, says Rav Hirsch, which he knows he can seek and find only with the help and the guidance of God. Furthermore, King David knows that whatever sorrow and whatever joy God will send him are intended solely to help him reach this goal. It's very important. David Amelech wants to bask in the glory of God. He wants to go on the path of Hashem. And there are so many obstacles in his way. And sometimes we think to ourselves, the obstacles are there to throw us off of the path. The obstacles are there to detract us from our goal. The obstacles are sent by God to turn us back. No. King David knows, says her first, that whenever joy or sorrow beset him in life, it's is sent by God, intended solely to help him reach his goal. Which goal? Spiritual and moral perfection. Therefore, the only way to bring closer that time when all pain and sorrow will be at end is to work independently at achieving the ends for which all the trouble was visited upon him. That's of Shamshan Falhur's commentary to Pasuk Aleph, Le David, not a Mizmar Le David, not Le David Mizmar, not Lam Natsech to the conductor, simply Le David. Eilach Hashem Nafshia, so to you, God, my soul I lift up. Elokai Bechaba Tachti, Alevosha, God, my God, in you I trust, I full bitachon, do not let me be ashamed. Alia Atsu Oivaili, do not let my enemies exalt over me. Furthermore, I want to call of Hirsch, short commentary to Pasuk Base, Elokai. Says Rav Hirsch, you are he whom I acknowledge as the ruler of my destiny and the guide of all my acts and who has always proven to be such to me. So what does it mean, Elokai, my God? Like we say every morning, Elokai, Neshama, Shanasata, Bitori. Think about this Pasuk when you say Elokai, Neshama. What does it mean when we say Elokai, my God? You are the God. You are he whom I acknowledge as the ruler of my destiny. We must acknowledge that God is the ruler of our destiny. And I acknowledge that you, God, are he who guides all of my acts and who has always proven to be such to me. I put my trust in you. I put my trust in you. Do not let me be disappointed. Help me reach the goals which you have set for me. And therefore, says at first, do not allow me to commit such errors as would cause my enemies to rejoice. So what does it mean, don't let my enemies rejoice over me, says Hashem, Hashem, please keep me on the straight path, so do I do not commit sin or errors, which would cause my enemies to rejoice over me. Let's continue on. All those who place their hope in you, God, will not be ashamed. Who will be ashamed? Those bogdim, those who deal with treason or trespass without cause against you. Hashem, please let me know your ways. Teach me. Teach me your paths, Hashem. Lead me on your way of truth. We know that the Torah is MS. It's interesting that this capital goes in alphabetical order. It's like everything from Aleph through Tav, okay? which includes everything from A to Z, so to speak, in Avodah Hashem. And here King David says, Lead me in your truth. This can be seen as an allusion to Torah because the Torah is MS. In fact, the seal of the Aleph base, the letters that make up the Torah is MS. The first letter of the Aleph base is Aleph. The middle letter of the Aleph base is Mem. And the final letter of the Aleph base is Tav. Lead me on your way of truth could be seen as a reference to Torah because the Torah was written with the Aleph base. You know, Rashi tells us by my separations, um, when the Pasuk calls the first woman Isha, Rashi says, Mikan, from here we learn, Shanivra Ha'olam, Balashan Kodesh. The world was created through Lashan Kodesh, Lashan Kodesh of Torah. So maybe Hadrichini Ba'amitech, lead me in your truth, is a reference to the Aleph base, is a reference to Torah. 
Teach me the truth of your Torah, and teach me. You are the God of my salvation. Hashem, I long for you. I wait with anticipation all day for your salvation, even if I don't see it coming quickly and easily. I don't give up. Remember your kindness, Hashem. Remember your mercy, I should say, and your kindness. They are forever. Going back to Rav Shamshan Rafal Hersham Pasuk Vav, which I just read, Zachar Rachamach Hashem Vachasadacha, remember your mercy, Hashem, and your kindness. Kime Olam Hema, for they are forever. Says Rav Shamshan Rafal Hersh, if we were addressing another human being in this manner, we would say, Forget whatever you may have already done for me in the past. Help me now, as if you had never done anything for me before. But when we address our plea to God, our prayer is as follows. Remember your fatherly compassion. Remember your mercies towards me. Remember that it first began when I could not yet even become conscious of them. Remember, Hashem, how much you've already done for me in the past. Indeed, all that I am today is solely the work of your rachamim and your chasadim. Therefore, seeing that I am your creature, your child, Hashem, do not let me perish now. And now Hashem Shafalos gives such a beautiful mashal. So to the tenderness of a mother towards her child. It grows as the child's care and nursing require an ever-increasing amount of her own devoted and sacrificing concern. The greater the hardship and deprivation she will have to undergo for the sake of her offspring, the more the fact that it is still alive and growing as a result of her loving care, the more she will cherish her child. The more she has already done for it in the past, the more she will do for it now and in the future. We say, Hashem, we are like the child that depends upon you, just like a child depends upon its mother. And just like a mother, the more she has done for it in the past, the more she will do in the future. We beseech you, Hashem, Kime olam heima, your kindness is eternal, your rachamim, rachem, says Rosham Shamfosh. Just like the child grows in the rachem, the womb of the mother, we depend upon the rachamim of Hashem. This is the attitude, concludes our first deposit love, that also fills the heart of any pure-minded human being in his loving efforts on behalf of his fellow man. Our efforts on behalf of our fellow man, says Rav Hirsch, are merely a reflection of God's compassion and love. He is the Rav Chesed. It is to this divine love which King David now appeals. The psalmist continues, verse 7, Do not recall the sins of my youth or my transgression. Remember me with your kindness for the sake of your goodness, Lord. Tov v'yashar Hashem, Hashem is good and straight. Al-kein yorechata im baderach. Therefore he instructs the sinners in the, pop, in the proper path. He guides the humble with justice. He teaches the humble his ways. Kol orchos Hashem chesed v'emes. All the paths of God are of kindness and truth. Once again the word emes, which is a reference to Torah. Aleph base. L'notre briso v'edosav. To those who keep his covenant. And his laws, his precepts, Laman Shimcha Hashem, for the na- sake of your name, God, Avoni, forgive my iniquity, Kiravu, my sins are so great. Mizah Hashem, who is the man who is God fearing? Says King David, he whom he instructs in the way he chooses, his soul will rest in good, his descendants will inherit the earth. I want to specifically talk about the Pesukim continue. 
just a few more psukim to the end, but I want to make sure to talk about the uh, final pasuk. I'm skipping to Basukhaf. Guard my soul and save me. Al Evosh, I shall not be ashamed, Ki Bach, because I trust in you. Tom Vyasher Yitsuni, Ki Kivisicha. King David says, Pasukhaf Aleph, let your integrity and uprightness preserve me, Hashem. I place my hope in you. And then finally, interestingly, the last pasuk goes out of the alphabetical order, which has just finished in the previous pasuk with Tom, Pidei. And we ask a plea, it's a plea. Elohim, redeem Israel from all of its troubles. We already saw Sham Shafal Hirsch, who says that this last verse now makes the entire capital apply to all of Israel. It's no longer a personalized request or plea of King David. It applies to everybody. But I was thinking, why does it end with a pay of all the letters in the olive base for this capital to end with after this beautiful prayer of supplication that we have gone through, this desire to go in the ways of Hashem, not to let the enemies detract me from my path. Don't give them something to mock me with. Why does it end with a pay? So pay is two things. Number one, pay is literally pam mouth. Okay. Every letter in Lashon Kodesh, every letter of the Hebrew Aleph base, like for example, Aleph, it's just an Aleph, but then when you spell it out, out it's Aleph, Lamed, Pei, like Aluf, a chieftain, okay? because Aleph is the chieftain of all the letters. Base is a base, or it is a bayit. Um, base your top house. So every letter has a hit, revealed meaning and a hidden meaning. So a Pei is just a Pei, but it is also when you spell a Pei, it's Pei, hey, mouth. So perhaps King David chose to end this psalm with a pay, which is the mouth, peh. Because what we are saying is, let our mouth sing of your praise, Hashem. Let our mouth sing of salvation. I remember, like Rav Hirsch says, this doesn't apply anymore to the Yachid alone, but it applies to the entire nation. Let our mouth sing your praise. Let our mouth sing your salvation. Or alternatively, pay his mouth. Pay also stands for like Kapitol Kuf Mem Heif Tehillim Poseach As Yadecha Umaspia Lechol Chayretzar. The letter Pay also stands for Hashem Poseach As Yadecha. Open her hand, Hashem Umaspia Lechol Chayretzar. Satiate all those who are alive, who are in need, who are wanting. So maybe King David ends with a Pay one for interpretation. We said because it's in the mouth. Let all mouths sing your praise, Hashem. Pay, pay, hey. Let my mouth sing of your salvation. Or, the pay stands for the Pasuk Poseach. We beseech Hashem to open his hand and to satiate all living beings who are in need, to satiate us spiritually, to satiate us physically, to provide us with all of our needs. I thank you for learning with me. And I wish you all a wonderful day. I look forward to continuing our learning tomorrow, Ezra Hashem.